0: So, Kelly, I hear there's a new sport being demonstrated at the Winter Olympics. Yes, I don't think it's officially part of the Olympics, but snow volleyball will be doing an exhibition. Okay, so (laughs) what tell tell me what exactly is snow volleyball? Well, according to NBC, with this is a direct quote, with many of the tournaments hosted by ski resorts as a diversion for their guests, it borrows from the party atmosphere of the sandy side of the sport so it's basically like beach volleyball but with more clothes on but apparently the cold and snow are new challenges that make it a different sport
1: (laughs) live feisties if we were riding is brought to you by ass kicker inc whose boutique line of activewear for women features positive uplifting messages such as strong is the new skinny and i can i will end of story You can support the podcast and get 20% off with the code RIDING at AskKickerInc, Inc. with a K.com. If We Were Riding is also proud to be sponsored by Crave Jerky. Crave Jerky is low in fat, a good source of protein, gluten-free, yay, and contains all natural ingredients. You can support the podcast and get 20% off your online orders by using the code RIDING at cravejerky.com that is crave with a k i'm kelly o'mara and i'm sarah gross and you're listening to live feisties if we were riding my time my time none of you people can tell me to stop this time like the last time you better Okay, so Kelly, I hear you did your first race of the season this weekend.
0: I did. I did a half marathon here in San Francisco and it was it was tough, Sarah. It was not fun. It was not fun. And you had some challenges along the way. Well, apparently I got shit on by a bird, but that was not actually the challenge. I mean, the challenging part was running hard when I haven't been running hard. But you know how you're in the middle of a race. You're not like focused. I like ran by these spectators and I was just like, why did one of the spectators like throw water at me? And I even like looked at my arm and was like, huh, somebody like splashed me with sunscreen. That's what I thought, so <laughs> <laughs> That's what you thought. Meanwhile. wow. <laughs> And actually, yeah, bird shit on me. And I was like, oh. But you're not going to stop. You're just I mean, it's not even like the grossest thing that happens during a race. Sure. You're not going to stop and clean it off. So, And it's only yeah. up from here for the rest of the season, right?
1: God, I hope so. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> so the Olympics have started. I was just looking at the schedule and... Today, or sorry, Wednesday and Thursday, there's already been biathlon, luge, ski jumping, alpine
0: skiing, all kinds of sports. Like, I don't understand what exactly is happening here. I know, because officially, I thought it didn't start till Friday. And then I know there's, like, the whole taped, like... I struggle when the Olympics are in a very different time zone because the opening ceremony is going to be happening at like 3 a.m. Pacific time on Friday. So it'll already happened by the time this podcast is out, but then we won't get to see it till like later that night. And then like team figure skating will have already had its first prelims the day before. It's very, I can't... I struggle with, with the internet and time zones right
1: so the by the time this podcast is live the opening ceremonies have taken place but we can still watch it in the evening right
0: yeah i mean i often will just watch the in america the prime time NBC coverage and then if you want to watch specific events like you can pretty much always find those on some channel or on some streaming or somewhere right so what are the events you're most looking forward to Okay. So if you've been reading the newsletter, you know that I kind of went down some like deep figure skating holes this year. Like I watched a lot of Grand Prix, I like read a lot about the technical. I like very up on figure skating, um, except for team figure skating. There's not many people who can say that. Well, I mean, actually there's like a whole figure skating media, obviously. Like when I was at the national championships, there was like these people next to me that were asking me all these questions. And I was like, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> so <laughs> But so I feel like I'm going to end up being very into the figure skating. I'm pretty excited about Nathan Chen, the like American who's crazy, crazy good. I do think team figure skating is bullshit, though. I'm just going to say it. I'm just putting that out there. Okay, for those of us who don't know, like what is team figure skating exactly? It's like this. Okay, you know how the IOC, the International Olympic Committee tries to make more events without adding athletes that's like one of their things they're always trying to do and that's why that's why we have mixed team relay in triathlon now right and so for figure skating they created this like team event where there's four people from a country two men two women and they each do like a short program one of them does a short program one of them does a long program and then the other gender goes and then but it's so dumb because obviously these skaters have like a number of programs in their repertoire but generally a lot of times they perform the same program that they're just going to do then later in their individual but then now it's like they add up the scores and they're like oh team russia sorry team athletes from russia (laughs) win like it doesn't and it's just like kind of dumb it's like in gymnastics in the summer where you're like oh this is really cool and then like six days later you're like how is this still the gymnastics is still going on yeah, yeah. So I think that's sort of dumb. What What are you excited about? What are you pumped for? Well, I
1: kind of like those events where there's like four people at a time doing skiing or snowboarding, which I believe is called ski cross and snowboard cross. I saw. I noticed it for the first time in the Vancouver Olympics, and I thought it was really cool because you have this on top of like snowboarding already being quite cool. <laughs> um, you you add like this element where people can crash or you can get ahead of someone else. Like it's also a <laughs>
0: In time race, you just want to see people crash. This is what I'm hearing. Well, that's part of it. <laughs> I think the reason the first time you noticed it was at Vancouver is because it wasn't an Olympic sport before that. I feel like that's relatively recent. I agree. I agree. I agree. Snowboarding is cool. It's interesting. I like Chloe Kim, the American. She's pretty funny. There was this whole interview she was doing with Sports Illustrated where she was like, "I don't really like the cold. If it's snowing, I just don't really want to trade." <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> There's also going to be mass start long track speed skating this year, which is oh, it makes me like shudder thinking about people running over people's fingers. Right, I heard about oh, this. God. Yeah,
1: and all the jostling at the beginning, and apparently it's real because I did interview someone who did that mass start speed skating before it was an apparently sport. it's real. Apparently, it's, in it's in the it's Olympics. Real. <laughs> but like there's like (laughs) what scares me is i always get this image in my mind of like will ferrell in blaze of glory where he is like where he like uses his blade and he's like basically cutting cut
0: someone's jugular oh god oh god i I grew up i mean you grew up in like we i grew up skating too much it always like makes me just like oh god oh god Mm. like shake shiver (laughs) It's so terrible. I know.
1: So, But it will be interesting and exciting. And I I guess if you're in the sport of long-distance speed skating, it makes the race more interesting. So there's a reason they added it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely definitely cool. I'm pretty excited about the Olympics. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be great. My husband's very excited about cross-country skiing. Apparently, we have to watch every cross-country ski race. So that'll be a thing. So we'll get your update on that next week. Right, right. But there was also in the newsletter this week, I mean, I, I kind of included a bunch of Olympic stories if people wanted to read more, but I also included one story that I'm not sure people clicked on about the mental tricks endurance athletes play and kind of like how they trick themselves. And oh,
1: yeah. So you had you told me a story before that we started recording about the 2010 Winter Olympics and and a woman who got really injured.
0: Yeah, so that was like this I linked to that in the newsletter and this skier, the Slovenian cross country skier crashed during the warm-ups and was like really hurt went to the doctor the team doctor and they said no no you're fine she was like well I, they say I'm fine I must be fine she gets through prelim she gets through semi she gets through final. she gets a bronze medal like in super tons amount of pain goes back to the hospital then it's like I don't think I'm fine and they're like oh no you have multiple broken ribs and like one of your broken ribs punctured your lung during that semi but because she like was told she was okay she just just like was like well I must be okay and that's like how our brain our brain can do crazy stuff
1: yeah it's interesting when I read that I it triggered a different kind of story for me, but similar, similar, where it was 2005 and I was going to Ironman Canada and I had been training at altitude in switzerland and my coach there basically put it on the line for me he said this is it you're as you know basically he was saying you're as fit as you're ever gonna be you need to make this happen now we had two big champions in the sport in lisa bentley and heather Fuhr, both racing that day and he said you need to either win or come within two or three minutes of that of the winner because otherwise this isn't worth doing for you basically like
0: he like, you're like if you can't win now Sarah you're never gonna right. win it's, it's like
1: he, he just put it to me like that and he put this like two to three minute window on it um and then interestingly in the race I finished in second place two and a half minutes behind Lisa Bentley and afterwards I wondered what if he hadn't said that to me like it, it was almost like and it wasn't like during the race I was thinking oh it's fine to be two and a half minutes back I was consciously not thinking that I was at every step trying to win the race because of course I could see her the entire time like we came out of the water together she got a little bit of a gap on me and then I just we just held this two minutes apart for the whole rest of the race and so to this day I sort of question like what's going on unconsciously there that like if my coach had
0: said you have to win this race would I have just won I don't know it's an interesting question Because there are like all kinds of examples, right? And studies and anecdotes about how like when we lie to people about their effort you can trick your brain into thinking it's not like your body isn't going as hard as it is. And you can like push yourself a certain amount, like past what you are, think you're capable of. Right. right? But it like only works amount. to a certain extent. Right. Right. Cause like all those studies they do where they have cycle, it's always cycling. They have cyclists like cycle to exhaustion, but then they like will lie to them about the effort they're putting out. And when you lie to them about the effort they're putting out, they often, it's usually about 2%. It's like two, they can go 2% farther than they like can when they know what the effort is, but when they try to lie to them more than that, it just like completely falls apart. Like you cannot lie someone when they tried to lie five percent more, the people just were like, "No, I can't do this. Like this, this is like this is not possible. Cannot be done."
1: Interesting. So when you say they lie to them, do they tell them they're doing two percent less than they are, and they think they can do more? Or Do they tell them they're doing two percent more?
0: It's like okay. So if I know like two hundred watts is my like threshold, right? But you're telling me I'm putting out one hundred and ninety. I'd be like, well, I know I can do two hundred, so I would go harder, which I have actually had happen because I've had my power meter break in a race and been like, oh, well, I think this is right. And then like gone harder. Does that make sense? So if I think I'm yes. going easier then I actually kind of do hard, but I, but if someone was like, oh, you're really good, like going 150 Watts, I would just be like, no, this is terrible. Like you're lying. This feels awful. I am terrible. And I like, wouldn't be able to right? Cause you can't right. like lie to someone beyond their trait right? Like there's only a certain amount that your brain can trick you into achieving.
1: Right. For sure. It's like, it reminds me of kind of like a realistic inspirational phrase or something that we could make one up and post it on Instagram where it's like we probably should you can't you know you can't do anything you believe in except for if that thing's only two percent better than you currently are
0: (laughs) (laughs) that I will believe (laughs) so there you go all right this is our helpful training tips and life advice for the week yes lie to to yourself two percent more Than what you currently think you can do. And then all those two percents add up over time. Right. Ultimately.
1: So also in the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of stories banging around on Twitter about podium girls in a variety of sports. It sort of started because darts, darts. I can't say darts without laughing. Um, (laughs) Darts took away their podium girls or whatever their version of podium girls was saying that it was too antiquated and they didn't want to be demeaning to women. And then the Women's Sports Trust out of the UK called for some other sports to do away with their podium girls, including cycling and boxing and motor racing. And then after that, Formula One got rid of their... I believe that they They don't have podium girls. They have like track girls girls. or something. Yeah. They're
0: called grid girls apparently. Oh, well, okay. Then there you go. Yeah.
1: So they stand around. I saw a picture of a grid girl and she was standing with kind of like an umbrella when the guys were in the pit fixing the car. (laughs) Sarah, maybe the guys just need shade. shade. What's wrong with an attractive woman? holding an umbrella. Yeah. I mean,
0: what is wrong with attractive people, Sarah? I mean, I, whenever you're, whenever you hear these stories, because obviously one of the things blowing up on the Twitters was uh, a bunch of Guys arguing about in triathlon circles about how feminism has gone too far. Now you're trying to take away their attractive, scantily clad women. They're going to sign a petition to bring them back. There are petitions.
1: There are petitions. There are petitions
0: Mm -hmm. to bring them back. Mm -hmm. I am actually not like passionately against attractive people, right? Like (laughs) that would be fine. I just think when you actually like get down to it, like you don't have a good argument for why we should have, you know. Often scantily clad, but like attractive women for no other reason than to hand men their trophy, right? Like you don't have a good reason. Like there is no good reason. It's very much within the context of like these have always been male sports. It's not like there are attractive men wearing no clothes, handing out prizes, generally speaking. Well, generally
1: Yes, exactly. And that's because there's not that many women's sports who that are even televised <laughs> to begin with right. enough to have to enough to employ people to do that kind of a role Um, my litmus test for stuff like this is always kind of like what what does my daughter see you know so if we're watching kind of like mainstream sports media on TV and she's seeing mostly men play sports and mostly women in sexy garb for for lack of better words handing out trophies or kissing the cheeks of the men who play the sport I kind of have to go at that point
0: hmm. I'm not sure this is good for our culture. It's like if she also saw many examples of women doing other, you know what I mean? If there was, if in the context of history and all of women's opportunities and women's sports, that was just one of many, many things, it would be like, all right, like whatever. But that's like not really how it works, right? Like that's just not the reality. I always try to, I always think whenever I am like these things that are, you know, is this feminism gone too far? Or is this like us trying to ruin someone's fun? I always try to think, if you really try to take yourself out and put yourself in that like, is it weird? Like as a guy, if you had some guy without a shirt on handing you your medal, would you be like, this is weird? And you would, you would be like, this feels weird. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say about right. Cause when you actually try to think about other people's perspective is when you, you know, you start to see why it might be a little awkward. We actually did have a race here, the Nike women's marathon forever that had firefighters, men, I always wondered what they did with the female firefighters, but male firefighters in tuxedos hand you your like medal at the finish. It wasn't actually medal; It was a Tiffany's necklace because we're going all in on stereotypes, (laughs) but hand you that at the finish line. And it was always like a little, you know, like, is that the same? Are we like stereotyping? Is that the, like, is that as bad? And I had mixed feelings because on the one hand, like these aren't like on the one hand they have a job, right? Like they're a firefighter. Okay. So
1: if the grid girls in formula one, were also mechanics or to be exact like local firefighters it probably wouldn't be as bad like if they were announcing them as like and the local firefighters have the women have shown up (laughs) to hand out the medals or whatever
0: I might be more okay with that right and obviously it's also like the context this was like unique this was like it's so uncommon this was like a quirky thing that like always got played up in the news right because it was so not normal yeah so I don't know I was I'm up and down on it I also I did do the race one time and I did feel bad because like I felt a little weird about it but then the other girls race clearly did not feel weird and they were like taking selfies with the firefighters but they would all only go to like the really attractive ones and there'd be like the not as attractive firefighter and then I felt bad for him because he wasn't getting selfies did you line up with him I did I went and got my my Tiffany's necklace from him (laughs) We would like to thank our sponsors, Ask
1: Kicker Inc. and Crave Jerky. You can support the podcast and get twenty percent off by using the code Riding. That's R I D I N G at Ask Kicker Inc with a K dot com and Crave Jerky, Crave with a K. Com. If you don't already, follow us on all the social medias at If We Were Writing on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And make sure you subscribe to our feed on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. If We Were Writing is hosted by Kelly O'Mara and me, Sarah Gross. Our fabulous editor is Aaron Hamilton, and our social media coordinator is Helen Positor. my, tongue, my tongue. Of you people can tell me to stop this time like the last time you better get ready to race in the ready to do this show you what the truth is I step on the field it's time to get real'm so Okay so Kelly before we go I understand that you have some suggestions or there have been some suggestions floating around about who might replace the podium girls
0: right besides just generally attractive people of all genders which I'm open to, because I'm not against attractive people, we could have puppies. puppies. Specially trained puppies bring you your medal. Who doesn't love puppies? Feminist.
1: <laughs> 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 Lower the lights down. Hand over my crown. Hand over my heart. I do this for my town. I do this for my crowd. So turn me up real loud. My time. My time. None of you people can tell me to stop.